Today's episode is going to be Today's episode is going to be slightly different. It's a mini series that I've made about capitalism. Titled Capitalism Can Suck It. So it's divided into five mini stories. Anti-capitalism movement, is it just a passing trend or should we get on board? If not capitalism, what will be the next available options? Rethinking capitalism system, social activism in personal branding, and lastly, where do we go from here? So I hope you enjoy this series. This video is not going to cover the whole capitalist fabric of modern society as it's a multifaceted issue with a lot of nuances. This week, we are only going to focus on an anti-capitalist movement in the digital landscape. But first, let us define what capitalism is. Capitalism is an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than being controlled by the state. Although its definition is focused on a system, capitalism is also championed as an ideology. However, due to the excessive injustice and self-actualization of recent times, capitalism as a system might be going on its final stretch. Enter Catalyst of 2019. The first tweet that catches on the trend to be the poster child of an anti-capitalism movement in the digital landscape was I Don't Dream of Labour. It quickly catches on to popular social media channels and many creators who echo the same sentiments of the dream job fallacy began to circulate the movement. Anti-capitalism seems to be the right passage to tackle current issues such as inequality, market failure, damages to the environment, short-termism, excess materialism, and boom and bust of economic cycles. It proposes the idea of expanding different revenue of income with entrepreneurship and seeking self-sufficiency to boycott big conglomerates. In recent times, the anti-capitalist movement of I Don't Dream of Labour began to phase out and started to rebrand itself as anti-work movement. But it still proposes the same solutions of leaving your 9 to 5 to become an entrepreneur. That, however, does not solve the root issue of capitalism. It only leaves a vacancy for someone else to do it while you are reaping the benefit of what capitalism structure provided for your own. If we are going to solve the issue of capitalism, we need proper structural changes. What if I tell you that in a few years, everyone in the world's basic need is going to be met? What if you no longer have to struggle just to meet ends meet? No longer have to work at a dead-end job you hate? Or no longer have to stress on how you're going to put food on the table this month? What if I tell you that you'll be free to explore the things you have always wanted to do and maybe have the time to start the fishing hobby you have always wanted? What if we can finally replace the capitalist system? It sounds amazing, doesn't it? Finally, a system that put people over profit. This is the proposal of the universal basic income. Universal basic income, or UBI, would be a guaranteed minimum income that every adult citizen would receive from the government 
funded by big multinational companies. Unlike a welfare check, a UBI will not be taken away from you if you choose to have a job to supplement your income. A UBI will be enough to cover your most basic living expenses. But I hear you asking me over there, so what's the cost? Control. Your control is going to be the cost of the UBI. If the government is in control of giving the citizens money, they are also in control of putting restrictions on why you are not receiving the checks. Not complying to a certain political rule or billionaire giant will impose your ability to receive the checks. Ultimately, your basic survival needs would depend on your compliance to the people providing the UBI. So in short, a UBI will help you, but shackle you from life. Capitalism, socialism, communism, neoliberalism, fascism. Wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Maybe all of these are just old paradigm of the economic system. And with all things as old, it is time to do a lot of rethinking and create a new solution for humanity. Which is exactly what Kate Rayworth did. She is the economist who invented the donut economics and proposes that we need a new system that will not only help humanity thrive, but also living within the healthy boundaries of the planet. She highlighted that the policymakers are obsessed and addicted to monetary figures of growth that it bleeds into the society. Honestly, I agree with her. With the current landscape of the coaching business, or any business for that matter, the main focus is always centered around the monetary benchmark. Money has always been the ultimate measurement of progress. The obsession with growth and scaling is plastered everywhere, be it online or offline. He has become so deep-rooted in us that we accept it as this is how the world works. This is how business works. This is how countries prosper. But what if our planet exhausted all of its resources? Then life as we know it becomes obsolete. While the donor economics movement is making its way to political change, there are still things that we can do on our part. We can support local and circulate our money back to the localized community instead of funneling it back up to the big companies. If you live in a small town, you can consider creating a, co a community of buttered goods as well as a form of mutual aid. Time is running out for both humanity and our one and only planet. And please do not put your hopes in a billionaire who promises colonizing another planet as a solution to all of this. But I digress and we'll keep that to a topic of another day. We, the people have each other, and for the chain effect to start, we need to find a way to help each other. Today, I want to open up a discussion about co-opting activism in personal branding. I think that there's a lot of the what's, the why's, and the how's of personal branding, and I do not want this to be a conversation about that. What I want to bring forward instead is conversations around how we are going through social media and digital landscape. Truthfully, Everyone's just running around like deers in the headlights because 
personal branding as an industry has not caught up with how we should navigate and cope with the current times. The market definitely has shifted. And I'm not making this point lightly just for the sake of stirring the pot. The value of consumer dollar holds so much more than just long-term and short-term personal gain. It's accountability, it's equality, it's social justice. It's a collective value. So, so much more. And that's where the line gets blurred between falling into the pits of book washing and passionate activism. It is so tempting to co-op with particular activism that we've seen around us. Let me give you an example. You consume a lot of content about being against capitalism. And after a while, you agree that it's bad. Capitalism can suck it. So you mix that into your brand messaging, your product messaging, your business messaging. With only the lens of what you've been told. After a while, you see the demand for that voice more and more. And similar group audiences are echoing the same sentiments, right? It's easy to just dive in straight to that stance. If you align your values to your audience value, they relate to you, isn't it? After all, you are speaking their language. Isn't that what branding and marketing is all about? In theory, yes. But in practice, no. This is because the disparity will come to the surface when activism is just a lip service. Echoing voices without real actions weaving through your business will come up to the surface when you are doing things that contradict in your business and with what you are actively declaring on social media, ultimately causing betrayal of trust with the audience that you build. There are just so many things that goes into this. And as a collective, I believe we can brainstorm ideas on how we can support one another as entrepreneurs who are building personal brands. I hope this gives you something to think about as we crawl deeper into the nuances of this very multifaceted world of personal branding. The nooks, the crannies, the good and the bad, I'm here for all of it. We've talked about capitalism and all of its warts. We've talked about the universal basic income as a form of socialist remedy to capitalism. We've explored the donut economy and we've discussed how activism appears in personal branding. These conversations do not end here. We ought to get angry and demand for change, no doubt about it. But while we are rallying for the cause and encourage others to do the same, we can also start the change through small communities and do what we can within our means. I invite you to continue this dialogue and listen to every single side. Whether you hate capitalism or you support it, just don't get trapped by dogma. Most countries are mixed economies of capitalism and socialism. It differs by percentages. And yes, that even includes the United States of America. So before you stake your claim on social media because of pressure, look into the topic through every lens and process it. Thank you once again for